Hi guys, it's that time you guys come to the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just freaking wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Day. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle. Hi Nubs, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the choice again here, but uh, when uh, when, when do you want to talk about the LIM? <laughs> Uh, I mean, we could start out hot. <laughs> I mean, if... well, we want to start out hot, then we need to talk about something other than the LIM. Oh, I get it. I get what you went. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not really going to be the uh, you know uh, an exciting opening uh, to a show. You know, silence yeah. is more of an exciting open to a show rather than talking about LIM. But no, I definitely got to talk about LIM because uh, they they scared me. They uh they 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 said they're gonna you know you know make some videos to respond to what I said and uh, they they brought out their best they brought out the uh, fucking JJ and uh, fucking Giggle Monster and uh, stupid <laughs> just stupid man. And I feel bad for them. I, I do because like I, I sit here and I think to myself, and I went back and I listened to the last uh, the last few episodes we did. I went back to listen to the one about how I talked about how you know as fans they're awesome, which rolled into the next week, and I you know I talked about how like you know like you know they they need to stay in their lane, and then we rolled into the following week where I called them all idiots. And I don't take back a word I said because I just, as I got to know them and learn more about them, they're just all dumb. <laughs> <clears throat> and I, and I get told that, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna have some, some responses to me. And I was preparing for it. I was, I was preparing to, you know, let it hit me where it hurts, you know, right in the field. I was getting ready to, you know, be intimidated and, uh, you know, be worried that maybe what I'm saying against, this large group of fucking people that, you know, maybe, maybe I would, uh, you know, second guess that there was something that was said in, uh, the power hour last week. And I don't want to dive too much into, uh, I don't want to dive too much into the power hour because a lot of it was, you know, Breon given his reason for what he did. Uh, the one thing that came across to me as interesting was saying that, when I tell people who don't listen to my show to fuck themselves, uh, it's, it's bullying. That I'm being a bully about it. Which, awesome. I mean, for a guy to refer to me as being a bully for telling people to fuck themselves, which two weeks prior he kicked somebody in the genitals. Yeah, sure, valid. Mm. I was also questioned, my manhood was questioned, because I didn't tell a certain individual to fuck themselves. They didn't listen to the show. 
Um, but here's the thing. I could have. I could have sat there and, you know, told her that, you know, oh, you don't listen to the show. And I could have gone through the whole big spiel. And I could have said it. But uh, I, I, I tried the best to be a gentleman in that sense. And it doesn't matter. It's been shown. Steve has proven to me that it doesn't matter if I'm I'm being an asshole or if I'm being a gentleman. Either way, somehow I'm the bad guy. I tell somebody to fuck themselves and I'm a jerk. I don't tell them to fuck myself and I have no testicles. Um, I think it's amazing how uh, he had to uh, poke fun at the fact that I didn't tell his uh his partner at commentary you know where to go or what to do or whatever it is um you think that he would not want me to say that but it seems like he was egging me on to say it uh and I won't I could I could do it right now but I'm not going to because now it's just funny not to say it about her I'll say it to everyone else now but Shelly gets a pass and I'll be okay with that <laughs> Um, but as far as me being a bully about telling people to go fuck themselves, I don't think it's being a bully. I think it's, uh, just me having a little bit of fun at the expense of others, encouraging people to go listen to the show, because as soon as I tell people that, it seems that they start listening to the show. So I think it's, I think I'm doing something right here. It's true. Right? So, I mean, I, I don't think it's a, I don't think I'm being a bad guy for doing it. I think it's just, you know, me Having some fun. Uh, but nothing uh-huh. against Rian for calling me a boy. Go ahead. I, well, I'll say this. We could say all day, debate about it forever, whether or not you were a bully or mm-hmm. you, you had no testicles for saying it to Shelly. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll, I'll back off of something. I'll mm-hmm. take that over kicking another man in the nuts. Absolutely, 100%. I could probably say that in my entire 33 years of life, I've never once kicked one person in the genitals, even as a child. Never once. Wouldn't do it. And let's, uh, let's, I want to take a page out of, uh, Rion's book here. Let's shoot for a minute, Nubby. How many people have I told to fuck themselves over the course of, let's say, the last maybe month and a half? Gotta be a good handful. Maybe, maybe, maybe a couple handfuls of people. Do I mean it? No, am I am I am I saying okay, perfect example, you brought someone up to me. I did. And asked them in front of me if they listened to the show and they said no. Would you do that if I if I honestly meant for people to go fuck themselves for not listening to my podcast? No, I'd still do it. And I don't I, care who who I bring be, up. Right, because it's entertaining. How many people have laughed after I told them to fuck themselves? It's an, enter- it's an entertaining thing. And if I could find a way to make it a little more entertaining by picking one person out of everybody not to say it about, <sighs> come on. Here's but, the way I see it. If it was yeah. that bad, mm-hmm. don't you think the father of the daughter you said it to would have punched you in the face. Right? 100%. Then in there, knowing 100%. who this person is. Right. 
Right. That's right. They know who I am. They know I'm entertaining and I do things for fun. I do things for content. Like when you made your stupid video with your idiot friends, you did it for content. Even though you chose to hang out with idiot people doing stupid things. But regardless if I have genitals or I don't have genitals, if you don't listen to my show, fuck yourselves. Except for Shelly, she gets a pass. Uh, yeah, no, LIM, uh, they cut some promos. Uh, I pray, pray to God for the lovely intoxicated men that what they offered this weekend as far as a promo against me, I pray to God that wasn't the best they had to offer. Especially the fact that they brought out a kid who <clears throat> he even said he had no idea who I was until this past Tuesday. Kudos. Ditto, bro, because they they had a guy. The first promo they send out is a dude I didn't even know existed. I'd ask you who he was. Ace tell me that I'm upsetting him because I said the the Rocket Boys are better. That's the thing. That was the that was the constant. That was the denominator in all of their promos. That they're so upset about I'm saying the Rocket Boys are better. Not the fact I called them all idiots. Not the fact that I said Pac-Man's mom probably drank it while he was in the womb. Or telling telling that dopey kid that God gave up on him. Or the fact that I called the Ooze somebody who is irrelevant. Or called that one kid's baby stupid. None of that mattered. But the fact that I said that the Rocket Boys were better than them. Blows by my soul. At least I know where their mindset's at. I, I, doesn't, they, at least they can admit that everything I've said about them is true because they accepted that as fact. Because they, they didn't, they didn't challenge anything I said. They didn't challenge the fact that they're all idiots or stupid or dumb looking or rejects from the Big Bang Theory or, or somebody who may be suffering from an alcoholic mother while they're pregnant with them or somebody who is just just a scab on the world that God has not find relevance for, somebody who calls himself the giggle fucking monster, none of that shit is relevant. But the fact that I said a group of adolescent, immature children is better than this group of of many. The, the number, the number's too big to even give me a number. So big. NWO style. You said that in a podcast. They're like the NWO. They're not all there all the time, but they do have some come once in a while. And kudos to them. But this vast group of people, three promos, four minutes total of listening to people talk to me about how I need to watch my back blows my Fucking mind now because I was prepared. I was prepared to get bombarded with video after video after video. Nothing. I spent more time bad mouthing them in one episode than the collective intelligence of this entire group coming together to say something of substance to me to tell me off and how I am as a person. And they couldn't even do that well. They couldn't find a way to defend themselves to a point that could have been entertaining. They failed. And it's embarrassing. And I feel bad about it. Because it's like I took a candy bar away from a child. And they just sat there and cried instead of going to an adult. 
fighting back. Hell, punch me in the genitals and get your candy bar back. No, they just sat there and cried on the fucking sidewalk with their broken pieces of fucking chalk and their stupid doodles that you can't tell if it's a fucking ostrich or a fucking cloud. Stupid. So, to the LIM, to the lovely intoxicated men, as I was told, as I was told by that door-to-door fucking Bible thumper lookalike, tell me that the LIM do a few things great, that they're lovely, that they're intoxicated, and they're men. One thing is correct, and I will go with intoxicated, because by the video that you were in, the idiocy that is there had to be done because of booze. I don't find them lovely. They're barely fucking men. But hey, if they want to create a group, come together, go to shows, hold up fucking signs that are made by what I can only believe is, is a right-handed child writing with their left fucking hand, trying to figure out how to spell, oh, I don't know, the word fucking Travis right? Good for them. But I'm going to say to them, like I said before, I said I said it about Steve last week. Stay in your fucking lane. Because it's embarrassing to watch you try and fail day after day. Horrible. Uh, oh, oh, hold on. And the Rocket Boys are better than L.I.M. I would rather see the Rocket Boys now because the Rocket Boys, no matter how dumb they are, they're not dumb enough to put out stupid videos of irrelevant content. Rocket Boys, better than L.I.M. Half-eaten nachos and garbage cans, better than L.I.M. <laughs> You're going to say uh, something. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. You know what you are? You're the LIM now because you have no idea what to fucking say. You can spew out a video for a minute and a half saying, Travis D, you have, you have dropped in a, a nuclear bomb on the LIM with, with your, with your horrible fucking stupid. And then you get the giggle monster sitting in his fucking car, comprehending how to say the word pissed, but in an aggressive way because the, the pause between we are and pissed was just way too fucking long. I don't know if that's maybe from huffing paint as a fucking child, or maybe he fucking, you know, you know, asphyxiates himself for pleasure a little bit too much and the brain cells in his head is fucking dying. But if you want, if you want to do something, Ooze, if you want to cut a great promo, I'm, I'm going to help you out here. This is amazing. I'm, I'm going to lend out advice <clears throat> to people at LIM. Ooze, Giggle Monster, Whatever you want to refer to yourself as now, if you want to cut a promo, be better at it. Even even good is better than what you produced. Because you just say in your car, <clears throat> from what I assume, was sitting outside the window of some girl that never gave you the time of day in fucking high school, and you had to fit my fucking promo into your schedule of weirdness. You just sat there all fucking like low tone and angry like you're going to fucking do something? Come on, bro. There's only one intimidating person in that entire fucking group, and it's the toddler in the fucking diaper. That's the child of the one guy I still have not heard from. 
And he's smart enough not to even fucking try. The rest of them, better off just let it go. Because as much as I love telling you guys who you really are, behind the illusion of who you think you really are, there's other things in the wrestling business I love to discuss. And to take time away from my life in this show and outside of it to address the stupidity that you put out into the world, it's exhausting. Right? Apparently I had a little more to say than other than that one part. Hey, when, sometimes once you start, you can't stop. Oh, that's true. No, yeah, no, I, I continue for quite a while. And you know, you, know, I, you, know, you know why I do that, Nubby? Because this is my show. I can do shit like that. Unlike what you said in your live streams at ARW, that was your show. It, well, in a way, it was my It was show your video. It was your video. video. I think that video. that was the better. I think that might have been the better choice of words. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like last week when I said Rian was a B word. Yeah. I probably should take that back. You said, but you said, you said, you said it out of a bad place. Yeah. I mean, obviously what Rian did was heartbreaking to a lot of people and you felt the effects of that. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I right. think kicking someone in the nuts for no reasons a bitch move, but mm-hmm. it doesn't make you a bitch. No. So no. I'll, I'll, I'm going to take that back. Cause yeah, I think that's inappropriate. But still, a bitch move. Pete, you're big enough of a man to, to admit that, and 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 that's a good thing, you know. We're we obviously want to correct the mistakes we say here, and uh, that, that's good for you. And you know what, and Nubby, deep down, I don't care if you for this is your show. You're entitled to. You're a co-host. This is your show. A hundred percent. I had no problem with that. I actually. I applaud and admire you for doing the live videos from ARW, and I do appreciate that. That was awesome of you. You know, even though you got kicked in, you know, not well, you got smacked in the genitals twice. Yeah, but you but know, what? I should have known better. Should have known better. You've gone wild. It's what they do. Hey, it's 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 what happens when you, when you're a journalist, man. You know, sometimes you just put yourself in that situation. But, uh, no, good content, good video content. A lot better than what those idiots fucking put out over the weekend. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, the, the wasted life I had to watch that fucking video. And out of the kindness of my heart, I shared it because I figured, hey, they should have at least more than fucking three viewers on these fucking videos. So. And, and they listen to the show. So, it, yeah. Know. Yeah. Except for the fucking Jesus looking one. Who could fuck himself? Now, speaking of videos, yeah. did you happen to catch the video I posted last Thursday of my match? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch that one yet. Oh, which one? Which match was that? That was me versus Jason Hades. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I haven't had a chance. I haven't uh, had a chance to catch it though. But they are available on their page. Yeah. No, not Thursdays, so, right? Thursday, uh, yeah. dropping, dropping those videos on Thursday. I'm hoping to drop them. Um, they are going to mostly be Battle Royals right now because at the time, that's all mm-hmm. I was in. But that was because I was a Battle Royal champion. And, yes, it's probably going to be from one company at that point. 
Because, again, at that point, that was the only company let me to wrestle. But I ask, again, whether you, okay, if you have uh, some heat with either the owner or the company itself, keep it to yourself. Please don't make stupid comments. Why, somebody commenting on them inappropriately? Well, one person did say something, but obviously they and they admit that they didn't read the original post. Mm-hmm. So they, when I called them out on it, they apologized and deleted it. Ah, oh, they deleted it. I wanted to read it. it. It's not something that needs to be out there because I don't need the drama. So it's all good. Um, but yeah, uh, they have the match with me and Jason Hades. It was for a championship. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping you'd watch it so I can explain what actually happened later on that night, but maybe I can save that for next week after you watch the video. <laughs> oh, you posted the, uh, okay. Okay. So on last week's episode, you heard Travis C. say Shelly's actions were on call for it. Look at that. You snuck one of your uh, shows in there, too. Your, your matches in there. Nice. Well, it, I was hoping to save that for another time, but because of what we talked about last week, that actually happened after the match, and it was all in one video. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd just share the video, too, and explain, you know, see why I got screwed and see why Travis T. was wrong. Oh, I wasn't wrong, though. Yeah, you were wrong. Nope. Nope. It no. Was just, it was justified, and Roxy started it. No. Can we talk about how awesome uh, Shalonce? Oh, Shalonce? Sh- Shalonce? So, how you, how you Shalance? Shalance Royal. 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 Shalance Royal. Yeah. Royal. How awesome awesome was that interview? Dude, that interview was probably one of the best interviews ever. And she's like so down to earth. Probably one of the nicest people I've met, too. And that voice. Holy shit. Oh, it's opera-like, man. It, it's it's beautifully haunting. She uh she's one she's one of those uh talents that I I've been thinking about possibly you know bringing over to Southland. And when I saw that uh Steve was interviewing her, I'm like, "Oh, that's perfect." That's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and then when I listened to the interview, I was like, "This is an amazing fucking talent." Like 100% in the ring and out. So, guys, make sure uh, you do check out the Power Hour because you can see amazing interviews like that. Um, you said it was announced, right? Do you want to announce what's happening uh, this week on the Power Hour? Oh, That's sure. Um, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think he posted about it, but it was actually he confirmed it with me. But I'll just say it. I'm sure he'll ta- uh, post it tomorrow morning. Uh, this week on Power Hour, um, special guests are AZZ, the Alpha Zeta Zeta tag team from Chicago Style Wrestling. Um, C-Red and Cactus Rack will not be on this week. Yeah. And Rion Skills, we don't know if he'll show up or not. He supposedly, quote-unquote, quit, but we don't know. But, um, I've stepped up, and I'm going to co-host with Steve on the Power Hour this week. That's really awesome, man. I thought about it. I thought about maybe getting a host Steve saying, hey, man, I'll be your fucking hero, but... Uh, I got, I got some work stuff that I just won't be able to commit to that time frame for him. Uh, 
Uh, and it's say, man, you uh, you'd be a good co-host. Oh, you sh- you should probably should have been the co-host of the Power Hour years ago. We we only said that how many times, right? But that's why I'm on JFW now. That's why you're on JFW. You made you made the, you made a valid choice, a good choice. So in a way, it's kind of like the forbidden door. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see that, yeah, because uh, you, you and Steve will be co-hosting uh, the Power Hour together, so that's really awesome. So, yeah. yeah, I can't wait, and I can't wait to give shit to AZZ. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some ind- uh, independent wrestling that occurred over the weekend and some upcoming stuff. Um, before we dive into anything, though, I gotta remind you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com, a one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether it's graded or raw, CarterComics.com has got it all. Check out CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics, whether it be graded or raw or whatever you're looking for. Fill up the cart, use a discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, you'll save 10% on your entire order. Not just at their website, but if you go to the homepage at CarterComics.com, scroll to the bottom, you'll find four links to four different eBay accounts. If you purchase anything through there, you can save money that way as well. Again, it's cartercomics.com, discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save today. Hell yeah. All right. Um, let's get into Dreamwave. Um, we're going to get into Dreamwave right now. Um, they had a show this past weekend. Um <clears throat> A lot went on. They had a lot of special guests. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer actually showed up. And we're about to get into that part. Uh, Raven, who was supposed to be there back in December, but could not make it due to an illness. But, um, you know, shit happens. So, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, huh, where should I start? We'll start at the beginning. Why the hell not? Um, Axel Rico defeated, um, in a pre-show match, Aaron Xavier, Bucky Collins, and Nestra, Victor Nestra, that is, um, after the match, uh, Bucky Collins and Nestra decided to attack, uh, Axel Rico, um, of course, you know, they're, they're mad that Axel Rico won. And again, Eric Xavier's losing at Dreamwave lately. He had two matches with Marche since the, they started back up and they were together two minutes long, if that. Um, and now he just lost, uh, this match with Axel Rico involved. So it will be Axel Rico versus Jay Fowler as announced. Uh, Jay Fowler would be wrestling the winner of the pre-show Fatal 4-Way. Alright. Um, <clears throat> where am I at? Okay. Uh, first match of the show, actual show, um, the Dope Kings, Brew Baker and CJ Esparza, they defeated the four-star heroes, which is Chris, Chris uh, Castro and Matt Nix. Uh, nice back and forth tag team match, but the winners ended up being the Dope Kings, Brew Baker, and the Sparza. 
after the match, um, the four star heroes were uh, really upset. Uh, they started stuff with the fans a bit, and yeah, um, they they didn't seem too happy about losing again. Um, and then after that, the Dope Kings realized there's tag team titles that need to be had. So um, the Dope Kings have said that they want those tag titles. All right. Um, into the segment that, um, let's see, uh, Raven came out, addressed the crowd a little bit. Uh, it was then uh, a special guest. Uh, on top of all the guests, um, Tommy Dreamer showed up unannounced. Well, not he was not announced. He was not advertised. Nobody knew he was around. Uh, Tommy Dreamer came out and um, he basically challenged Raven to a match. Raven said that he didn't have his gear with him, otherwise he would have went one on one. And then Shane Douglas comes out. Uh, you know, gets the ECW chance because, you know, these are ECW legends. And Shane Douglas uh, challenged Tommy Dreamer and Raven to a good old-fashioned three-way dance. However, that match did not take place. I mean, for obvious reasons. Why would they want to get in the ring with each other at that age and everything? They don't need to be killing each other with chairs and stuff. Uh, Jay Fowler whipped his manager, Zeke Z, uh, Zeke guy. Just call him the Zeke guy. Um, uh, yeah, the, Fowler and Zeke came out, uh, got in the faces of Raven, Tommy Dreamer, and, uh, Shane Douglas. Um, and got, and basically guys asked me, well, yeah, you don't you don't step in the ring with fucking ECW legends like that. I don't care who the fuck you are. No, 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 you just don't. Um, after that, well, the legends left. Um, and it was uh, the ring announcer came in the ring and basically Jay Fowler's match just uh just starts. Uh, Axel Rico, who won the battle, uh, the not the battle royal. Fatal four way. Fatal four way um, was ready to wrestle then, and so they had their match. Uh, Axel Rico was feeling uh, beat up from the beatdown he got after the fatal four way. Um, his shoulder was hurting him, uh, so Jay Fowler took advantage of that, and uh, Rico came close, but Fowler just took a little bit better with you know strength than. He didn't get as beat up. I mean, yeah, the legends beat him up, but Axel Rico got beat up as well. And Fowler, well, plus Zeke was up there, uh, caused a distraction, and Fowler took advantage. Well, Rico has definitely proven himself to be a a tough competitor in the ring. Obviously, current uh, CSW champion, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, having two matches, especially a Fatal 4-Way rolling into, you know, having another match, I mean, it, it's so tough. I mean, to pick up a victory would be amazing, but, you know, you can't win them all. 
And uh, kudos for you for having uh, Battle Royals on the mind. It's what I do. I, I am Battle Royal Jones. I am not ashamed of it. Let me no wrong with that. You got a niche. No wrong with that. Battle, Battle Royals, as easy as people think they are, they're actually pretty tough to deal with because you got all of these guys and girls beating your ass at the same time. Yeah, it's you remember, one versus uh, the world. God, you remember that one show we did with the Leap Pro when they had the uh, the students Battle Royal? Yes. And uh, was I think it was uh, was it Sal and uh, Brandon, Polly, whatever they, his they, name is. They're all in the mask in the Battle Royal, right? The, yeah. the, they were the Liger brothers. Yeah. And well, it was like the winner uh, teamed up with like Jay and Acid to take it on was, the uh, main event. It, it was the winner teaming up with Acid and Sin. Oh, okay. Like, Against, uh, Jensen, uh, Brandon, and Sal Tomaselli. Gotcha. Yeah. At the, it was at, at this point, Jay already had turned on, uh, Maverick. Mm, okay. Oh yeah. Martin Jones won that battle royal. Yes, he did. And yeah. he was in that six man and they won. Yeah. You were, you were in that battle royal. I was in that battle royal. I me was and, not. Um, me and my brother, Chad. Or yeah. Norris, Norris Jones. Uh, we were actually teaming up for the most part. Mm-hmm. We actually, uh, paid homage to the Bushwhackers. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It sucked I couldn't be in that. I wish I could have. Yeah. It was, that show was actually supposed to be an all student show. Yeah. But there was some drama. And it led to being a regular elite pro show. Um, just different. <laughs> yeah, different area too. I was in like some kind of like boxing gym or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and let, let me talk about that for a second. Sure. That, that fucking ring. Let me just tell you that boxing ring. <laughs> that ring look, sucks. look, look. <laughs> let me tell you fucking young kids that don't like putting wrestling rings together and taking them apart and loading them. I'll do that all day, every day, <sighs> compared to that fucking boxing ring. That was horrible. It was, was so like, horrible. It was like little piece by piece yeah. by piece. That was yeah. the worst. Well, like you know, because in order to take it apart, you had to actually take nuts and bolts off the fucking thing. It's not like it's not like the rings where you just slide, the, put the fucking shit into the slots and everything. Right. No, this thing was like nuts and bolts wrenched down everything. Oh god, and it was so fucking hard. There was no gift to that ring whatsoever. Um, take it apart and put it back together. Yeah, yeah. So and and it was it was, it was a cool battle royal. I got the videotape the battle royal, so I mean at least I got part of it. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. Again, Jay Fowler uh defeated Axel Rico. So uh, the next match, uh, Mike Bennett defeated Nick Aldis. Um, Hammerstone defeated Valencia Dorado. Um, Hammerstone accidentally pulled off Valencia Dorado's mask, and because of that, Valencia Dorado got a little bit distracted, and he could not continue the match, so he ended up just getting pinned, because there is a thing where in Mexico, it you actually... The person that takes off the mask is disqualified. 
But since it's in America, that does not happen. But they still have this thing where you got to have the masks on. So, uh, yeah, he had to hide himself quickly and then ended up costing him the match. All right. Um, and then let's see. Uh, where did I go from there? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was 12 gauge. Or actually, hold on. Let me backtrack. Um, those damn coyotes, Jane, Verna, and Connor Hopkins were in a six man tag against Hunter Holcraft, 12 gauge, and a mystery partner. Now, before their mystery partner came out, 12 gauge and Hunter Holcraft got attacked by the, those damn coyotes right before the match started. No, the bell didn't even ring yet. And then, their partner came out. Finally. And it was none other than Little Guido. The Nunzio? Nunzio. Fucking Nunzio, man. Hell yeah. He, again, another one, just like Tommy Dreamer, he was not advertised, not announced or anything. He just came out and he was in gear. How many legends do you see in gear anymore? Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh God. it's almost like an ECW reunion at that point, man. And, that, and that's yeah. pretty cool. And I think, you know, Dreamwave is kind of smart about that because they're showing people that <clears throat> it's kind of like what WWE does with their house shows when they, like, you know, have a title change in a house show and stuff like that. Like, they, they're, they're letting you know that, hey, never anticipate just what's offered because more things can occur. So that's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Guido, 12 Gage, and Hunter Holcraft ended up getting the win <sighs> despite getting attacked early in the match before Lil Guido came out. But, and you know what? Saved the day. Yeah. And, they won, and they won. Um, Let me backtrack a little bit. Um, When I Mike Bennett defeating Nick Aldis, um, after the match... Um, Mike Bennett paid a uh, tribute to uh, Jay Briscoe and told him how much he loved him and everything. So that was good. And then uh, uh, Bennett and Aldis had a little hug at the end and at at the end of the match for the respect of uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hartenbauer defeated Manders. Um. Manders attacked Hartenbauer after the match, and they ended up brawling all the way to the back. So, I don't think it's over between them two. Uh, Gringo Loco uh, retained the alternative title. Uh, it was a nice high-flying lucha match. Um, let's see. So, I got... Everything's all crazy on my notes here. Um <laughs> But I'm not far away. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan came out during the show and addressed the crowd a little bit. So there was definitely a lot of USAs and hoes. Hoes in in the USA. Come on. All right. um, Dan the Dad defeated Eric Cannon. Fucking props to to Daddy, man. Hell yeah. All right. And then in the main event, Big Capri versus Christian Rose. We have a new Dreamwave champion. 
and his name is Christian oh, wow. Rose. That's a, is that a damn coyote? That's a damn coyote. And speaking of coyote. that, speaking of the damn coyotes, the coyotes were all out there with Christian. Um, Shelly, Zeke, and Jay Fowler were out there with Big Capri. Now, the Coyotes try to get involved early in the match. Referee tossed them out. Um, then, Fairly. with, the, with uh, the referee's back turned, Christian Rose pulled, I guess you could say pulled in Eddie Guerrero, um, clapped his hand and made it look like he got smacked by Jay Fowler or Zeke, whoever was out there. And the referee threw out Jay Fowler and Zeke, but let Shelley stay. Hmm. I guess he, the referee thought she wasn't going to do anything. The, he doesn't know Shelley that well, I guess. Um, before uh, the Coyotes, or as they were leaving, Berna kind of exposed the turnbuckle. He took off the turnbuckle pad. But the referee didn't really notice. And, I mean, how do you not notice it at, towards the end? But, uh, but whatever. Referees yeah. are stupid. I would know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, during the match, Rose took off the secondary pad off of that turnbuckle. So they, they got a pad on top of a pad. And Rose ended up using it. And uh, almost one then, but Vic Capri came, uh, you know, got out of it. Um, the Coyotes and, uh, along with Jay Fowler and Zeke came back out. They were one by one and each mm-hmm. one from each team knocked each other out. Uh, it was then Shelly who got the last laugh in a way, um, as she took out just Jane, this Jane and then to, and actually DDT, um, Christian Rose with the referee, ca- uh, out of the ring. Um, before all the shenanigans, the referee got kicked in the face by Christian Rose. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Shelly, um, then it allowed Vic Capri to do his move on the Christian Rose, and Shelly threw the referee in, but Christian Rose kicked out. And then Christian Rose won the match. So now he's a new Dreamwave champion. Awesome. Good for him. Soon he may uh, add a uh, Rocket Pro championship to his... Uh... To his resume. You never know. It's true. Um, Anything can happen at RPW. Damien yeah. Saint uh, makes that a thing. Yeah. Um, after the match, though, uh, Fowler and Zeke walked out on Capri. So there's some drama. Some major drama there. There we go. All right. That was Dreamwave. Awesome. Did they, uh, did they say when their next show's gonna be? Uh, April 22nd. That's right, they're in every other month company, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Alright, um, are we ready for ARW? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we're good, yeah, yeah. Alright. You saw some of the videos I posted up, so you kinda know, um, all right, the show started out with Braun the Lumberjack. Can we call it TTV, like Turtle TV? TTV? <laughs> Turtle Indie Television? TV? Hey, there we go. I like that. 
Right, tit. Just so much tit. Turtle Indie Television. There we go. My favorite part. Right. <laughs> it's an inception. Right. It's it's tit within tit. Perfect. Tits within the tits. Yeah, we're talking about tits. we're talking about Turtle Indie Television while we're doing Turtle Indie Talk. That's interesting. There we go. The world we live in. All right, market those shirts. Let's go. All right. Um. So it started out with Braun the Lumberjack. He <sighs> was ring announcing. Can you imagine that? Ron the Lumberjack, a ring announcer? God, I didn't know if that dude could focus long enough to fucking be a ring announcer. I know. Yeah. Um, so he did that. Um, and then, um, Nick Cutler came out. <laughs> He's the ARW champion. Uh, he called out, uh, Seymour Moss, or Seymour Moss, Seymour. Seymour <clears throat> Dave. Seymour. Yeah. Uh, wanted to find out why he uh, did what he did to uh, the the mini She-Hulk. And Dave wasn't really, I guess, giving a shit. And he walks out with spaghetti in his hand. Well, I'm calling it spaghetti. Good for him. Um... Then James Creed comes out, interrupt and probably stir the pot as you know, as I said on that picture what, that I posted did, on Facebook. Yeah, what did he do? So he came out and he made a challenge, but it wasn't to Nick Cutler for the heavyweight title. What you thought would happen? No, yeah. he challenged Seamoss uh, Dave because he blames him. As well, he was part of the reason why that Creed was on the shelf with that knee injury. Okay. So it wasn't just JPH, it was actually CMOS Dave who caused some more shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, technically, uh, Creed does have a guaranteed title opportunity in the future because of the world, uh, that, that Rumble win. So. So that was a challenge for that night? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Awesome. awesome. And then um, Nick Cutler asked uh, James Crave, why not him? Because you, you would think he'd be challenging him, as I said. Right. And, well, Creed uh, let Cutler know that he was going to, but Cutler already had an opponent. Ooh. Cutler did not know. His opponent came out. Tell him that who who he was wrestling. He knows it. It was Russ Jones. No shit. It was Russ Jones. So yeah, so they ended up wrestling in the main event. Was that for the championship? Yes. Uh, And so in in your debut, you get a title shot. Good for him, man. That's awesome. Oh wait, I did that too. (laughs) <laughs> I guess that's a different situation though. But um so yeah, there we go. Um so the All right, let's get into the uh actual matches now. Um well, was I was one there a special commentator? I knew that. I was see I was testing you. Yeah, I that's making right. sure you're making, I was making watching videos. <laughs> yes. So yes, there was a special commentator. What? 
It was Mad Dog Ivan Manson. Right? Upright, not in a wheelchair, on crutches or nothing. Oh, he's walking better than he did. Yeah, yeah. So that that had to be exciting to see. Oh, yeah. It, it was definitely exciting for sure. I listened to a little bit of his commentary when they posted the videos. It's not that bad. I would hope not. Dude's been in the business long enough to know how to commentate a match. Hey, there's some out there that are probably the drizzling shit, I'll tell you that. That's true. I've seen it. I've worked with it. <laughs> Moving right along. Oh, yeah. So we can avoid avoid uh, some backlash on that one. That's true. All right. Um, Dave Allen defeated Wade Evans. Uh during the entrance of Dave uh, Dave Allen, Wade Evans cheap shot him from behind with a wrench. Fucking wrenched him. That's oh, God. Whatever happened to being fair in matches, you know? Do you know Come if ever, do you know if people were fair in every match, you'd be champion like three times over? Yeah. Conspiracy, Nubby. And I don't like it. Not many people do. Um, and, and besides, Wade Evans doesn't listen to our show. Oh, God. Because he, he doesn't have time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's a, he's a workhorse, isn't he? Yes. Ah, that jag off. Uh, speaking of the workhorses, the other two jagasses, workhorses, my bad, um, they defeated... <laughs> They defeated uh, Family Prospect Muggsy James and Michael Morris. Um, no, no, not Muggsy. Yeah. There was a lot of shenanigans. Um, um, That's an advancement in the tag team tournament, correct? No. No, it wasn't? Oh, okay. No, because those workhorses are out. Oh, good. Yeah. I bet they um, would have won if they listened to the show. Probably. Um, after the match, uh, Snake, Manson, and Charlie were not happy. And Snake got in, um, in Muggsy's face. And Muggsy said something to him. But if you want to know what he said, watch my interview with him from, from Saturday, and he'll tell you. Okay. He did. yeah, it's available on JFW's Facebook page. It is. All right. Um, here's a good one. You're gonna. It seems like there's a lot of family stuff going on in the ARW lately, because um, BOW defeated Excalibur to retain the Indiana State Championship. Now, the stipulation was if Excalibur lost, he would be leaving ARW. So. Um, as Excalibur was taking off his boots and about to leave him in the ring, mm-hmm. Charlie Jr. and Snake Manson, Snake Manson came out and reminded him that he was once a member of the family. I didn't know that. Yeah. I believe the name was X Manson. Here is the icing on the cake. You know how. The other members got prospect shirts. Yeah. 
Charlie and Snake offered Excalibur a real family shirt. Oh, that's kind of a slap in the face there, ain't it? Well, I guess because he was a member at one point. But he disappeared. He disappeared on them. Mm. And Charlie said that he just let him go do what he had to do. So now, uh, Braun Lumberjack actually brought up a good point. Excalibur is gone from ARW, but not X Manson. Oh, there we go. But is, is he going to go back to the family? It was not made official. I mean, if you have an opportunity to be part of the Manson family, you fucking take it. Hell yeah. He's gotta fucking take it. Who wouldn't want to be part of the family? Fucking, probably L.I.M. Because they're idiots. I mean, they, I don't think they know the family. I think they need to get to an ARW show to find yeah. out. Yeah, they should broaden their horizons. Workhorses couldn't make it in the Manson family. No. Uh, I mean, they could probably be their janitors. Yeah. That's right, they could. They probably fuck it up though, but yeah, they're probably good. Yeah, they they went last a day, but no. it, they at least get one day out of it. Yeah, because at least I mean these days you get one full day, mm-hmm. and then you can get fired. It, that's just the way it is today. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how many times you fuck up. Yeah, none of this ninety day bullshit. Yeah. Uh, not in the family, that's for sure. No. So I guess we'll find out in the future and what's going to happen. Um, James Creed took on Seamoth Dave and defeated him, but it was by DQ. Uh, um, color, Seam- color interfere? No, actually, Seamoth Dave was being an asshole with his spaghetti, and um, Flat Top had enough of it. So he disqualified him. What was he doing with the spaghetti? Uh, just trying to use it as an object. <laughs> I mean, referee's decision's final, I guess, but come on now. He, he was just being, you know, not he was being stupid throughout the whole match, you know, trying to, you know, think he can just do what he wants in the match, and Flattop had enough of him. So he, was being, so he was being a lovely, intoxicated man. There's nothing lovely about Seymour State. There's nothing lovely about the lovely, intoxicated man. I mean, it sounds like we're saying the same thing. Stupid person doing stupid things. I mean, come on now. I don't think that L.A.M. would walk around with spaghetti in their hand. I, I beg to differ. They seem like the kind of person that would go and ask for fucking uh, spaghetti and meatballs and just hold their hands out instead of reaching for a fucking plate. No, because they'd probably be drinking. No, they wouldn't. If they were to choose spaghetti and drinking, they'd choose drinking. <clears throat> Trust me, if I lived the life they live, I'd drink too. Because I would not want to remember one fucking aspect of my life. So, um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you know the commentators for ARW? Yeah, Ivan Manson. No, the original commentator. No, I don't care. 
Okay. Well, you might. They're not good. I know, uh, okay, I've met them, but their names do escape me. But I know they're like two scrawny fucking kids. I just can't remember their fucking names. Okay, well, hold that thought. Sure. So, remember the fact I don't remember them on it. Got it. (laughs) Just remember we talked about it. We did. We Um, said to talk about it. So, Judas took on Joey Boom Boom. Yes. Yes. And Judas ended up getting the win. Ooh. Cheated. No. No. Well, no. Not really. Oh, that's a shame. But Joey Joey Boom Boom was distracted. Oh, gotcha. By his own emotions. Oh, that's right, because uh, Joey's uh, kid is the uh, commentator. It turns out that it was you. He was Judas. His kid was Daniels. How's that? How's that? So, so, so Joey Boom Boom was in a match against Judas, and Judas was his kid. I believe that's his kid, right? <sighs> you got see. I'm not. I'm still not familiar with all of it. I think. I think that's how. I think that's because. The one who was Judas wasn't available to be a commentator. Right. Oh, it's not making sense now. Oh, Judas. That explains the name Judas. Fan fucking tastic. Oh, God. It's amazing. I mean, I feel bad for Joey Boom. Don't get me wrong, but goddamn. <laughs> Holy hell. So, so what? So, towards the end of the match, mm-hmm. Joey Boom Boom went for a neck breaker. Well, ended up pulling the mask off. And when Judas turned around and showed his face, Joey got all emotional. And it cost him the match. Oh, shit. That's, oh, man. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. It is up there if you want to take a look as we go through. So. Oh, no, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'll check it out when we're done recording, though. There's too much going on in my life right now to try to add one more thing to it. Come on, now. <laughs> Multitasking only goes so far. I mean, to sit here and podcast and also fucking bitch about how much LIM sucks. I mean, technically, you don't have to add that into your life. Yeah, but it's here now. It's like bad herpes. There's actually good. Wait, bad yeah. herpes. So yeah, there's actually herpes. good. There's actually good herpes out there's there. Actu- there's actually good herpes. Good herpes is no herpes. Well, yeah, yeah. Better herpes go away eventually. Bad herpes just sticks with you. Well, even through the fun parts of life, they're still fucking there. Oh my god! I can't believe what I'm about to do. Right. I'm using that as the segue. That's perfect. Because I can. Perfect. Speaking of speaking of herpes. Well, one second, one second. Before before you continue, I just want you to know what you just said right there is like I can't believe I'm going to do this. I bet you that's what the woman said to the baby daddy who's in L I M right before she got pregnant. I can't believe I'm about to do this. So, you're talking about herpes. <laughs> See, everything I say just gets 
It gets used. Everything you say, I could roll into a negative about LIM. I, I could do that all fucking night. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. 100%, yeah. yeah I like amazing. what I said. Imagine, imagine how much I am holding back by not doing it as much as I am capable of doing it. Which I bet is what fucking Pac-Man says right before he lays down and fucking uh, molests himself before he goes to bed for the fourth time. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, shit. You don't know what I just see. It's just worse. That's what Pac-Man says when he looks in the mirror naked. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to show you something. Well, we're not going to announce it till next week. Okay. I don't think you saw this. You didn't see this yet, but I'm showing you right now. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Let's see it. Go up, go up, go up, go up. Oh, yeah, look at that. Nice. I am I am actually excited for that one. It'll but be a good I, one. We, we will talk about it next week. Talk about it next week. All right, so um, speaking of herpes. Speaking of, speaking of good herpes or bad herpes? Herpes is herpes, my friend. Yeah, herpes is herpes. They hurt. They hurt. Right. Like, yeah. a cup, like a couple of herpes on a set of nuts. Right. LIM is like a cold sore that's not a cold sore. Now, you hope is a cold sore, but it really isn't a cold sore. We had Youth Gone Wild. Yeah. Herpes on my nuts. (laughs) God, they fucking, they smacked you twice, bro. One got one nut, the other one got the other. And you're just trying to be a journalist. That's all I was trying to be. That's all you're trying to be. And then they go at you, and they, they tickle your bitties a little too aggressively. Too aggressive. Too aggressively. Well, Youth Gone Wild advances into the tournament as they, they defeated the family. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. J.C. Manson and Old School Manson. Now, are they uh, They're in the uh, quarter semifinals right now, right? They're, they're, they got they're, one more match to the finals. Yeah. Or... Something like that. the bracket's up there. I don't remember where. Yeah, I'm trying because I looked at the bracket, but I couldn't remember if I looked at the bracket before or after the show. Because I know there was one spot that was still a mystery uh, team. Yeah, that, that's a that's a round from before too. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Which Maybe reminds I... me, we still got we still got to make a bracket for uh, that what crash tested wrestling. Yeah, I got to get all the information on that, too. Yeah, we got to do Steve's job. Yeah. All right. Like, kind of like what we do on a weekly basis here at JFW. So, it's okay. that you can ignore that statement and move forward. You know, you got to co-host, co-host with him tomorrow, which right. is amazing, because I know he listens to this show before he does his show tomorrow evening, and I know he's going to say shit about me. The question is, how much are you going to defend me, Nubby? I guess we'll find out tomorrow. I guess we will. Yeah. Speaking of the tournament. Um, like the LIM, you're not going to do a goddamn thing. You never know. See how my mood is. Um, Unlike the LIM, yeah, you're not really that predictable. Yeah. So Youth Gone Wild advance into the finals. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So now they'll be waiting for either... 
Death Wish mm-hmm. or Drinking Class or the team that will face Drinking Class, which we don't know who that is yet. <clears throat> you have any you have any, any predictions who you think it is? Uh it could it could be any tag team at this point. Yeah. I don't I don't know who would who ARW be in contact with right now. I mean what about Whiskey Bent and Hellbound? Mm, maybe you know a, what? maybe a new team like the Damn Coyotes? Could be. A returning team like Caribbean Arrogance? Holy crap. Maybe top shelf. I know VJ already lost when he teamed up with JPH, but... It doesn't mean he can't be in with another partner. That's true. I mean, I don't know the rules of this tournament, right. so... Right. Rules rules are made by those who uh, who create the card, and uh, yeah, you can, you can change anything you want. Like how your uh, your high-voltage title shot's going to, uh, to someone else. Right, like when God was creating uh Patman, and he's like, "I should give this uh this gentleman uh some genitals," and then he's like, "Ah, fuck it, good enough." He's gonna cut a promo on that one. That's fine. It'll suck too. <laughs> Either that, you'll get one of the fucking nobodies uh to do it for him. Motherfucker, that's, you know, that was the one thing that pissed, not, not only the fact, and here's the thing too, first off, motherfucker couldn't just level out his fucking sleeves in the video, one had to be up and one had to be down, like a fucking moron to begin with, that's not even the worst part, but the fact that he sat there, in his mind, thought the best way to start that promo out was, well, I was sitting back and letting the rest of LIM speak their mind, and the rest of LIM is two fucking nobodies? Oh, gross. Oh. <laughs> fucking IT, man. It's like, remember like B-Team from fucking WWE? Mm-hmm. They're like the I-Team. They're so far down the alphabet, and I is for idiot. <laughs> Lousy, idiotic men. And I use the term men loosely. Speaking like, of... Like Patman's mom. Loosely. Whoa. Whoa. I know. I've, I've, I'm sure deep down she's a lovely fucking lady, but she birthed an idiot. I'm sure she did everything in life right, except decided this is the sperm I choose to keep. Speaking of some Just sperm. like, just like... Indiana Jones, she chose poorly. Okay, I'm good. You're, you can continue now. I had a good, I had a good segue, but now I lost it. So yeah, speaking, I, I, I can't help it, man. I, when they come to me, I gotta start saying them out loud. It's fine. Speaking of uh, all the negative things that you just said, oh, there's but, more. I'll hold off. The workhorses were actually out there for the tag match towards the end there. The workhorses um, are better than LIM. Whoa. I will sit down and have a beer with the workhorses. 
before I ever have anything to do with LIM. Now, that is disgusting. Right? I will go to those fucking cousin-loving fucking prom dates and just have a beer all night with those motherfuckers before I ever hang out with the LIM. Well, all right. So workhorses were out there. They kind of caused a distraction mm. for the family. Um, also, J.C. Manson and um, Old School Manson were also having some issues. They were not being tag team-like. And at some point, J.C. actually knocked uh, Old School Manson off the ring, and which caused... Uh, You've gone wild to get the win. So there's definitely some issues involving prospects and the original members. You know, it blows my mind. Cause now this is, this is just the second show back uh, for ARW since uh, Ivan's retirement. Yeah. And it seems like even for the brief period he's been gone, there's dissension within the family. Like they don't, they don't have that that glue that keeps them together. And I'm sure a lot of people thought maybe that was Charlie, but it doesn't seem like that's really the case. You know, yeah. That's, and that's a little bit alarming to me because they're having issues as tag team partners, but now they're also maybe looking to add Excalibur into the mix while picking up potential prospects and everything. Because let's face it, Muggsy James, great fucking pick, a great opportunity for the family. But... You can't have the dissension in the group if you're looking to grow the group, you know. Which also kind of surprised me a little bit that and I, you you haven't mentioned it, but I'm gonna guess that Ivan didn't get involved in any of this. No, he was strictly commentator. Yeah, so that's. I mean, I'm sure like when he retired, he retired. He has got. He, I mean, I'm sure in his mind, he has to allow the family to work things out for themselves. But I mean, come on, that's oh, that's insane. So, I mean, you you said it best. Um, Ivan Manson was the glue, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, Charlie, you know, he's the start. He started the family. Yeah, and Ivan, you know, joined and he made it what it is. And and I agree, Ivan was the glue. And it just seems like the, once that glue left, um, the other members, original members, mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of weight went on their shoulders and. They're starting to having to work harder. I feel like they had Ivan do all the work, and now they got to work harder to make sure the prospects do their job. But I feel like they're putting a lot of pressure on the prospects. Yeah, they have to prove themselves because you got to be tough. You got to be badass to be in the family. But I think they're putting a little too much pressure. I mean, I get it. Charlie's got to put the pressure on him. But you got Snake Manson and Old School yeah. Manson putting all that pressure on him to do all the work. Yeah. And don't forget, we got Willie out there who's been absent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Ivan was the the full-time ring appearance of the Manson family. And you had, I mean, just like the NWO, they, there's a lot more of them than you can see. They're not all there together. You know, they, you know, there's some here, some there, and all that stuff. Uh, Cheeks Manson's also done with, uh, I believe she's also done. Um, so it's, now they need to find that new ring presence in the sense that it, they need leadership. 
And I know they got this, this new, not, not Muggsy James, but the other prospect. And I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. JC Manson. JC Manson. Thank you. Um, I don't know if they're grooming him to be the next leader, but until they get him to that point, they need somebody else to lead. I guess realistically, the logical person's Braun. But I mean, where does Braun fit in all this? Exactly. Now? He, he was doing other duties. And he and everything happened in front of him. He did not step in once. Yeah, so it's it's interesting to see what happens with the family going forward. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense that the workhorses got involved because it was the family that knocked the workhorses out of that tournament, correct? Yep. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see. It's it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of months with the family. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Muggsy James, so I kind of follow his uh, career just a little bit here and there, and. I thought when he joined the family, it was the greatest fucking thing in the world, and I hope that's still the case because uh, they just got to find structure. So they got they got to figure it out, and I I'm sure they will. It's just you know who'd be a great fucking leader of the Manson family? Who that? Fucking former three time longest reigning SCW heavyweight champion Max Holiday. And I know he's got his own thing going on, but come on now, can you imagine him being a fucking Manson family member? I can see that. Max Manson, come on now. Holiday Manson. I know he's got what the, I know he's got the scumbag army, whiskey band, hellbound, but come on now. Yeah, well, you never know, right? I mean, people. I mean, I you know, people seem to find a kind of niche into the family and move forward. I mean, another against scumbag army. I know you got Max Holiday, you got Youth Gone Wild, BOW, and all that shit, but. Come on now, the fucking family. Ah, oh, man, you can take them all in. You can take B.O.W., you can take Scumbag Army and patch them over, if you will, into the fucking family. Make a leader yeah. on a fucking holiday, man. Unstoppable. God. Yeah. All right. Um, I have no segue into this, so we'll just go into it. Um, Nick Cutler retained the heavyweight title over Russ Jones. Um, during the match, uh, Lauren got involved, but got knocked the fuck out. Seamoss Dave got involved, but he didn't do too much at there. Um, as the referees were taking Lauren out, mm-hmm. Nick Cutler took advantage and nutshotted Russ Jones to get the win. But then Russ Jones got up after the match and kicked Nick Cutler in the nuts himself. What a lot of general genital hitting and shit there at ARW. Yeah. Now see what Russ Jones did was warranted because he got hit first. I don't know. I don't know if anything warrants hitting a man in the genitals. Hey, if someone does it to you first, it's okay to do it back. I disagree. <laughs> If I if I see that scene in uh Bad Santa in the boxing ring. Come on now, that's, that's fucking god, that's amazing. <laughs> but hey, you know what? Win or lose, the fact that his first title uh, his first match in ARW was a main event match for the ARW championship, I mean that's gonna be memorable. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh so yeah, there's that. Um ARW's next show is March eleventh. 
the yep. day after Dynamic Wrestling Alliance has their show, which is March 10th. Yeah, I, 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 I heard I heard the rumor about it. It's not a rumor. It's a fact. No, I heard a rumor about the DWA show. It's a fact. Yeah? It's been yeah. announced? Yeah, it's, a, it's on their page. What does it say? What are we talking? Are we talking about the same thing? Dynamic Wrestling Alliance will be having the show on March 10th. Yeah. It was announced. Well, I know that the show was announced, but I heard something about the show. What about it? Oh, I can't share it. I can share it with you when we're done with this show, but... I will. I can share one thing for you. You can? Go ahead. Go for it. I, I will be in attendance. Oh, there you go. Yes. I try. I'm gonna try to make that one. I I, I gotta make the schedule. I gotta figure out uh, if I'm free that weekend or not. But I might make that one. Tinley Park, I believe it's uh it's at. Make sure make sure you get your ticket in advance because there's a limited ticket to that place. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. We got Chicago style wrestling coming up this Friday. It's called Wild at Heart. And it will be live on IWTV again. So if you can't make the show, watch it on IWT Live. Only $10 a month. You cannot eat that. No, it ain't bad at all. And it, you can get it on your phone. You can get it on your laptop, computer. If you got the Fire Stick which I have. I use it on there. I used it today to watch some Dreamwave. <laughs> uh, Chicago Style Wrestling is heading to Franklin Park again. 9757 Pacific Avenue. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Bell time is 7.30 p.m. General mission tickets are $25. Front row is 30 Advanced tickets are on the Facebook page of Chicago Style Wrestling. All right, let's get into the matches. Um, sure, there will be a pre-show match and then a pre-show battle royal. Futures battle royal. It's all about the futures. A they lot do a, of they do a futures battle royal every show. Yeah. And what's the purpose of it? It's just for the basically the students. And a lot of guys came from that battle royal that are on the main show, like Axel Rico. AZZ, Doom Montgomery. Gotcha. I was in a few. Did you win? No. Oh, you monster. Well, see, I knew I wasn't going to win because they, this was the time, instead of it being every man for himself, because I was on the other team when there was a, I guess you called the invasion angle. Mm. Um, I was on the other team, and they all jumped me and threw me out. Uh, yeah, fucking monsters! I don't think that was. I don't think that was it, man. I think they teamed up on you, knowing that you are a former battle royal champion, and you're the biggest threat. Well, that that too. Well, actually, at that time, I was not the battle royal champion yet. They just knew you were, though. They knew I was gonna be. That's right. It, yeah, it was anticipated. It's true. 
Speaking of that, I think I'll post that video up this week when I won the Battle Royal title for the first time. Fuck yeah, you will. Share them all, bro. Share them I'm all. Gonna, I'm going to share as much as I can. Share them all. Hell yeah. Share, mo- share more than you can. I'm just going to share once a week, though. Once a oh, yeah, one show. To. Right? Always leave them wanting more. Hell yeah. So yeah, I think which, I'll go with which that. Which is the opposite of LIM in the sense of, for the love of God, give me less. Hmm. Okay. That's okay. You can hold back the laughter. I know you still want to remain friends with them. They are my friends. I don't they share. They, they share for me. Yeah. Yeah. They gave me. They gave me my first holy shit chant. Yeah. They also cheered for Rion, and look what happened there. But that was Rion. It turned on them. I didn't turn on them. Yeah. Hmm. All right. CSW matches. CSW. All right. Now we can't have a CSW show without a scramble match. And this one's a special scramble because it is for the Metro Division title. So, Metro Division champion Steve Boz, the BOZ, will be taking on. Joey Mayberry, Chris Miller, your boy Cody James, God, fucking Cody James, brother, and the dog face bastard Greg Murray. That's a that's a heavy hitting fucking scramble, bro. Hell yeah! I mean, honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised to see a new champion walk out of that. Yeah, and I just and I definitely don't see Chris Miller winning. Why? Because, for one, because um, you don't like him. Well, that that's one. Um, well, basically, the main thing is all four of the other competitors have issues with Chris Miller. Gotcha. Steve Boz had issues. Joey Mayberry has current issues at other companies with them. Cody James, his former tag team partner. And Greg Murray, who has been having issues with him in CSW lately. So Chris Miller, besides, you know, you know, besides Steve Boz in an unfair advantage, because he can lose the title without getting pinned, Chris yep. Miller can be kicked out of the match just as quick. That's true. It'll be interesting to see, yeah. Good point. Good point, bud. So I, I kind of question Steve's thinking on that. Maybe he still has issues with Chris Miller and put him in unfair situations. Of course he does. Steve doesn't forgive and forget. But I'm okay with it. Steve Steve will hold on to pettiness as long as he fucking can. I'm pretty sure there's still a vending machine back in fucking junior high school that has a bag of peanut M&M's still hanging there that he hasn't forgotten about. possibility. Yeah. Just like the LIM. They're just like a broken fucking vending machine. Fucking all hope, but no delivery. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I just can't. All right. We got a tag team gauntlet. Which features Big Mood, which is Mateo Valentine and Jack Moody, Alpha Zeta Zeta, who are on the Power Hour this week, 
Team Babushka, or are they still Team Babushka? Uh, Mario Pardua and Eric Schultz, your favorite attorney. God. I'm wearing suspenders today in honor of him. But they're not as bedazzled. No, no, mine are basic. Mine are, mine are level one uh, type fucking suspenders. Mine are, mine are, are for, uh, for uh, youthfulness, where his is more for, like, style and flash. You would need to be stylish. No, I can't. Um, I can't. I can never compete with fucking uh, Schultz. See, a, a bigger man can admit that, you know, he's not up to a certain level of somebody else. I wish LIM would realize that, but they just can't. Um. Then we got the team name Sexy, which is Ryan Matthews and Jax Johnson. Mm. And then Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan. Got a heavy duty tag gauntlet. I assume the rules are two teams start, and then once one team gets eliminated, another team comes in. Yeah. Now the list that you just—that's not in order, right? No, I just gotcha. We don't order. I when I go off by what I see. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm more of a. I I guess you could say I'm. This is a example of plagiarism. I copy. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. But you do it quite well. I gotta do something, right? Right? It almost seems like an original idea. It is my original idea to copy. That's true. That's true. And I write it down. Unlike LIM, who's never had an original idea. Everything leads to them. Hmm. I know, right? It's like a bad fucking penny. Not for the fact that it always turns up. For the fact that they're barely worth a fucking penny. Oh Lord! Speaking of things, I got nothing else. <laughs> Speaking of things, <laughs> right? I, I, I do feel bad that I'm putting you in an awkward situation. I know these guys are your friends, and I know that I'm your co-host. I like to think that we are friends too. Um. And I know it puts you in an awkward situation like he belittling them, bad-mouthing them, but they just make it so fucking easy, bro. I just know they're going to come back at you, and I'm just I'm sitting back and letting it happen. And here's the thing. Like, if I had any ounce of, like, intimidation in me where I should be worried, I probably won't be doing this. But, I mean, come on now. The, to quote the longest yard – they're as maniacal, maniacal as like a was a box full of kittens. Yeah, come on now. There's just there's no fear from them whatsoever. They tried and it was just okay. I tried to listen to what fucking Pat Man was saying, but his sleeves were bugging me the entire fucking time. It's like next time you want to fucking intimidate me, make the sleeves even. You know, if you want to intimidate me and calling yourself the fucking giggle monster. Don't come up with a stupid name that sounds like fucking Giggle Monster. Too fucking easy. I mean, come on now. Let's be honest. The idea that you're going from calling yourself the Oos to the Gia Monster? Oh, come on. It's too fucking easy. He will be known as the Giggle Monster now. (laughs) It's just, come on. And then JJ, no idea who the fuck he is. No clue. I mean, come on now. There's more layers in a Jimmy John sandwich than that fucking JJ. 
Anyways, you're talking about matches at CSW. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, oh, I just keep going off so bad. Okay, okay, I've got to focus. This is your time to shine, bro. Stay focused. Yeah. Stay focused. I mean, don't make me roll up my sleeves. Just a one. Yeah, you fucking monster. Fix that shit. There we go. All right. Um, <laughs> I eventually want to. Let me ask you an opinion real quick before we get back into this. How do you do you think that we should be releasing the video of our podcast on YouTube? I think eventually we can. Maybe we'll shoot for like the summer or something like that. Maybe or maybe like spring or something like that. Maybe we'll look at start releasing the video part of it. It'll just be on YouTube. It's not. We're not going to release it on Facebook. That's the Power Hours thing. But this could be an alternative to people wanting to watch it. I mean, if that's the case, I'm going to have to start wearing shirts and shit, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Start thinning down a little bit. Quit fucking carrying around all this bullshit weight. Like, I'm sure half of fucking LIM feels about fucking people in their group. All that bullshit weight they carry around. So, um, Adam Stallion will be yeah. taking on CJ Esparza. Very young. That's a solid fucking match. Steve does do a good job booking these fucking CSW yeah, shows. Yeah, he he does. does. He fucking does. He is good booker. And it seems like CJ Esparza is back in the singles uh, division after losing the tag titles. So um, we'll see what happens. Maybe there's a Metro division or a CSW championship in this future. Um, all right. We got a three-way women's match. Camille, the NWA Women's Champion, taking on Shelly the Bombshell and Sky Blue. No Evil Sierra? Ah, uh, not as of yet. Oh, man. Hey, great opportunity for those two, though. It's awesome that Sky Blue... Sky Blue's the one who has the AEW contract, right? I'm not mixing her up with anyone. Yeah. It's awesome that she fucking remembers her roots and she's able to make it back to CSW shows. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, that, you know, CSW's her home. She said that. Um, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much where she, I guess, cause she started elsewhere, but she was like, uh, a secret, the hidden secret at the time. Yeah. She couldn't do much, but then once she got to CSW, she went from here up to here within a year. Just in one year, she was a star. Mm-hmm. And Steve will tell you, and I'll t- and I can back him up on this. We watched her grow within a year. We met her once, and just That's like awesome. that. One, all it took was one meeting, and we both said that she's gonna be a star. That's all it took, and it, it was in it was an outdoor show, four matches, mm-hmm. and we knew right away what, that there was a star in her presence. So, and I also I also thank her for. I guess she's part of the reason why I'm still in the business. But we could talk about, we could talk about that another day because it's not like, well, okay. Okay, so I almost quit. Yeah. Because of the drama that was going on. Yeah. But um it was actually well Steve actually told me to stick it out one more time. Give me mm-hmm. give him give him for a favor to him one more show. Yeah. And it was, Sky Blue was on that show too. 
Yeah. And we, when it was announced Sky was going to be on that show, our crowds came back. And that, when I noticed that, they gave me the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kick in the genitals? <laughs> okay. Or a light of fire up my ass or whatever. There you go. Kick in Motivate. the ass. Yeah. Motivation. 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 Motivation Mike, yeah. Motivation, no, not Motivation Mike. Motivation to stay and just keep going. I it mean, reign- I was, it reignited something in you. Right. Like yeah. my passion and love. Cause I almost quit out of, I quit, almost quit out of bitterness and, yeah. yeah. But because it was actually because of her and her popularity that allowed fans to see me wrestle again and that, you know, it's just, okay, maybe I gotta focus on myself again. Instead of worrying about all the bullshit, there you go. So yeah. I think I thank Sky Blue for being there. Yeah. You ever talk to her? Sky? Yeah. Like at uh, the CSW that, shows and show? Yeah. And shit? Does she listen to the podcast? We never talk about mm. I should ask. Uh, yeah, you should ask her. And whatever her answer is, you know what you need to say. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm sure she's lovely. I'm sure she's an awesome person. But how often are you going to have an opportunity to tell a, a televised wrestling star to fuck themselves? That's a once in a lifetime opportunity, bro. And here's the thing. Maybe you won't have to. Maybe she's like, yeah, I listen to your show. I'll mark out to that shit. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll do one better for you, Nubby. I'm going to make this deal with you. If you could convince Sky Blue to take a video with you, with you asking her if she listened to JFW, and she says yes, I will not badmouth LEM for two straight episodes. In fact, I'll compliment them on something. Put that in your note. <clears throat> if you could find, if you could, if you can, if she can admit that she listens to the show for two straight episodes, I will not say one negative thing about LIM or anybody in the group for two straight episodes, and I'll even compliment them because there is something I can compliment them on. Okay, you're on. It's a deal. I'm I'm excited for this moment because if she says no. I'll feel bad having to say what I need to say. But at least I know I can still say shit about LIM. This is exciting. This is a moment here, bro. I may Speaking even of- I, I may even title this episode, Does Sky Blue Even Listen? <laughs> I won't. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm fucking all over the place. This is exciting to me. Okay, anyways, go ahead, Nubby. We got matches for CSW. We got some more matches here. We got some more um, matches. Dot card. Fucking fucking thieves. Stack in the deck. Cypher. Yes. They take on Doom Montgomery. Sounds evil. It, it's an evil Cypher versus a serial killer, so yeah. to speak. Mm. He's the one that choked out Eddie at the last show. On the pre-show. He had to came out with the wheels, made the deal, make a deal thing. Okay. Yeah. And he made and he made uh, Eddie pass out. 
he comes out with um his uh raincoat i call it and it's there's bloody he's got blood all over it from all the people he's had to butcher up and kill probably that see that's the kind of match that would make me fucking nervous man because there's no there's no sanity in that fucking thing no i feel are you roughing that match i don't know i won't know until i get there if you do godspeed sir dude i've been in so many crazy matches that it's not gonna fade <sighs> as long as they they both stay away from me because i both i've been in the ring with both of them yeah so i know what it's like i'm just but saying I, I mean like if you step in the ring with a serial killer i mean you as a person just screams victim Easy target. Yep. Could not run away. Uh, <laughs> we got another match. Okay. JJ Garrett versus Vic Capri. Awesome. Awesome. That's, and Vic, that's I'm amazing. assuming Vic Capri has something to prove to himself since fucking Dreamwave. Yeah. And this, I think this is Vic Capri's first match back since he had that, uh, Concussion a few months ago. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, hmm? I totally forgot he's, about that incident. Yeah, he's been helping out behind the scenes. So gotcha. this will this be a fun matchup. Actually, I've seen some stuff on JJ Garrett, and he's pretty talented. Yeah, like a uh, Scott Steiner, like Steiner brother look to him. Like uh. Like a like a brawn breaker, like a brawn breaker, pretty much. Yeah. Like you could put, you know what? If you put brawn breaker and JJ Garrett together, it's almost like 1993 all mm. over again. Yeah, it's kind of like if you took Leonard from the Big Bang Theory and molded him with a lima bean, you get Pac Man. I'm assuming that's how they got the name L-I-M because they didn't know how to complete the spelling of Lima Bean. But Leonard got the hot chick, so... Eventually. After he bedded a Chinese spy and his friend's sister and had a fling with somebody who was better than him in science. And she clearly didn't love him that much. You know, we're not talking about Big Bang Theory. I could go on. I go on all day on what's wrong with that fucking show, Bazinga. Oh, speaking of uh, a Bazinga all day, Ooh. Bazinga. all day Marche Rocket. Oh, we'll be taking on Blake Christian. Oh, that's a good fucking match. That's fucking solid. Hell. Like, yeah. Is uh is uh is Marche Rocket like kind of a mainstay of CSW? Are you he's, he's he's like the main guy, pretty much. Okay. He's been there for years and years, so gotcha. Because I know usually you see Marche at Rocket Pro shows. Like I, I know he's there more times throughout the year than he isn't. Uh CSW for some reason, like just he just doesn't come to mind when I'm thinking of the match oh. cards that we talked about. Yeah, I know a few a, of them was, but okay. He he's a main guy. Gotcha. Okay. And, all right. And then for the heavyweight title. Mm. 
the champion Axel Rico be taking on TJ Steele. Steve listened. Yeah. I feel like I, I can't. Okay, to say it's too late is probably the wrong thing to say, but I think it long overdue. Yeah. That's the way, the best way to put it. Long overdue. TJ Steele should have got this title shot maybe before Axel Rico. Not saying Axel Rico didn't deserve it and not saying he's not a great champion. Yeah. I think he'll be champion for a long time. I mean, assuming he can beat TJ Steele. And with TJ Steele's attitude right now, this could be a short reign for Axel Rico. Well, he had what? Like one title defense since becoming champion? Maybe two? Yeah, one. His one. first one was last month. Yeah, so I mean, he, he's definitely proven to be a defending champion, but it's a small, uh, um, what the hell is that, that, um, uh, tested market or whatever the hell you call it. I can't really call it, but <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's, the dude has fight in him. You know, I mean, obviously all the issues he had with, uh, Avalon, Avalon was a former champion. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kept coming back for more and eventually taking the opportunity to become become champion. So it'd be unfortunate for him to lose it too soon. But, I mean, we've seen things like that happen a lot in wrestling where you think somebody's going to be a champion for the long haul and it it's brief and it's quick and shit. So it's all about it's all about how his mindset is going into it, not taking his, uh, his opponent too lightly and, uh, you know, using that ring psychology and everything. You know, he has the athleticism to be champion. Now I have to see if he has that knowledge of keeping the championship belt. I mean, TJ Steele's, I guess you can call him the vet in this match. Mm-hmm. He's been around a long time. Yeah. Um, and I said, uh, again, TJ Steele had this coming. Long overdue. Yeah. Should have been done a while ago. Maybe yes, it went to you. Maybe it wouldn't have been Joey Avalon against Axel Rico. It could have been TJ Steele against Axel Rico. Who then? I mean, we're getting it now. Great, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But I'm glad that Steve didn't. This might be the first time Steve actually kept his cool and not told TJ Steele to go fuck himself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, because normally something like this, he would have like the way TJ Steele came at Steve at last month. That's almost. Borderline suspension, in a way, because he may, he said he's threatening him right there. Yeah. So, I don't know, but you know what? Good on Steve to make him the right decision. Mm-hmm. Great card altogether. He's good at what he does. Maybe. So, you know, people just, they skip a step sometimes. It happens. Yeah. I mean, the only thing this card's missing is uh, Turtle in Action, TIA. That's right. Tia. Tia. God, just making every abbreviation about you, dude. Tia the tit. Tia tit. Tia tit. I mean, um, yeah. Um, speaking of that, speaking of promises. That's true. Promises. I was promised to wrestle, but. What? CSW? Yeah. Monsters. I mean, 
after the after one door closed, another one opened. Steve became general manager of CSW and made a promise that if I'm patient, he'll work with me. But again, another long overdue situation, but I understand it's not also his fault or not his fault completely. Mm-hmm. CSW management, the people above him. I get where I'm at, where I'm supposed to be right now, or what you, where you think I'm supposed to be, but yeah. that's not why I got in the business. Give me the chance. That's I don't right. care if it's short. Give me one chance. That's all I'm saying. That's true. That's true. All we are saying is, let's give Nubby a chance. My patients are running. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. He's running out of patience like LIM is running out of intelligence. Just day by day, just getting dumber and dumber. No. Anything uh anything else happening in independence that we gotta talk about? No. That's the end of uh Turtle Indie Talk. Uh we will discuss these <sighs> of CSW and we got two shows to talk about next week. SCW returns. Yep. And IPW the following day. Perfect. All right. Uh, real quick, let's uh, let's do predictions for uh, Elimination Chamber. We'll get that out of the way, and we can kind of talk about the results next week. Uh, Elimination Chamber match for the WWE United States Championship. Austin Theory, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Montez Ford. Theory. Yeah, I don't think he's going to lose the title. Uh, Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Women's Championship. uh, Oh, for a number one contendership at Elimination Chamber. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, God, just Pac-Man for a minute. Elimination Championship match at WrestleMania 39. Oscar, Liv Morgan, Nikki Cross, Raquel Gonzalez, Natalia, Carmella. Ooh. I'm going to go with Oscar. I'm going with Cross. Cross? I, w- I would go with Carmella, but I got this feeling it's going to be Cross. Good. Uh, Roman Reigns versus uh, Sami Zayn for the championship. Roman Reigns. Yep. And then uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Finn and Rhea. I'm gonna go with Edge and Beth, just to be opposite. Okay. Cool. Even though I think your way might be right, but I'll be opposite just in case. I'm just thinking that the loss is going to happen because he's going to set up for uh, victory uh, at WrestleMania between Edge and Finn. And it could be a singles match between Rhea and... No, 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 that won't Rhea's, happen. Yeah, Rhea's facing Charlotte. Yeah. So, I think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. I could see Beth I could see Beth maybe causing a distraction. Not Beth, uh, Charlotte causing a distraction oh, for possible, Rhea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling Podcast, and you can catch our show when it is released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
and Podbean just by searching Just Freaky Wrestling Podcast or JFW. Wherever you follow your pod, uh, yeah, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you are following us or subscribing to us. And if you're on iTunes or Spotify, give us a rating, give us a review because that, uh, kind of helps us in the, uh, recommendations for, uh, podcasts to listen to. So. W, that's all I got. I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle, Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.